Oh, welcome back, y'all, to Conscious Ignorance, the podcast. Uh, we're here with the third winner of Entrepreneur Month, Barack. Uh, I got Ton to my far left, or JC, whatever you want to call him. I'm Finesse. Uh, so we're going to just go. Well, I get an or, you get I'm a Finesse. <laughs> <laughs> J or Finesse. <laughs> I mean, Ton, JC, Tom, what, what do you want to be called right, these yeah. days? <laughs> <laughs> so now, yeah, we got a special guest here. Uh, so go ahead, tell them, tell them about yourself. Go ahead. Well, glad to be here, boys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, name's Barack. Uh, also, Penn State grad with these two cats. Yep. Uh, you know, we always DMV got the native, born and raised, Northern Virginia, rep in Springfield. But um, entrepreneur, I guess, student. I call myself a student of life. You know? Okay. What would you go to school for, Penn State? Econ. Econ. Okay. Yeah. So. And what do you do now? What do you do now? So, I mean, I got a nine to five. Basically, I'm just a data broker. Mm-hmm. So I work for like a marketing agency, and we broker data for companies to use. So like, you know, we have like IKEA, HSBC. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of uh, just work in that in that field. So okay. it's like it's nice. It's nice to have a nine to five. You know, get the bills paid and everything. Right, but right, right. on the other side, you know, I'm a freelancer also. So I do a lot of Facebook and Instagram ads for certain e-commerce companies. Okay. So I got involved with that, you know, about a year ago before how'd, I got the nine to five. How'd you get How'd you get involved in that? Penn State, dude. All all connections from Penn State. Oh, really? Crazy. Yeah. So here, here first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need an entrepreneur. Right. <laughs> right. You got a producer here. No, nah, no. Nah, as much as as much as uh you know school is great and everything, it does come with you know it does come with the territory. Right, I mean, right, we right. all went to that school for a certain reason, right? Definitely but, connections. Yeah, connections, connections are key. Every job I had since graduating was from a Penn State connection of some sort, right? Okay. But wow. this time, well, so what happened was last year I ended up actually getting not really fired but like not let on the full full team i was on the practice squad for a company adp okay, okay. oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah so um they didn't get so that that's kind of the that was the start of like this whole process of building the blog okay, okay. That, that's what we're gonna be talking about so yeah pretty much yeah. is that mm-hmm. but um yeah no no money i was valeting at springfield mall <laughs> <laughs> i was a valet i was an econ de- i had an econ degree and i was valeting at a mall right okay. straight out of college uh, no, no, I had I had one job left and went to ADP and they axed me right in the holidays. Damn, that's tough. Total my car. Use all the money, use all the money to fix it and then sold it for a thousand dollars less than I put into it. Yeah, I sold it for nine. What, I, what, econ major? Yeah. What was the <laughs> what, what was the logic? No, no, it, it, they, yeah, put me down and I talked to my one homie and he was actually a college dropout. He lived with me in Altoona. Oh and, uh, He lived next door to me. He dropped out his freshman year and then just moved back home to Pittsburgh and he was like, yeah, bro, like. And he's telling me he's like, you know, making all this money doing this like social media marketing, SMMA stuff, and he had okay. a partner. I got into it, and all I did, I didn't get, I didn't get a first check till, let's say, I started in November. I didn't get a first check till like January, February. I'm okay. just, I'm just saying, you, this, this already sounds like a, a entrepreneur story. <laughs> got fired, told your car. Yeah, right. <laughs> this sounds like one of those Facebook, I mean, like YouTube ads, right. where, like yeah. niggas behind the Lambo. You want one of these Lambos? This <laughs> <laughs> father's five step process. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so I'm about to say, even in school, you had your, well, you were, I don't know if you, it was yours or you were a part of your own like clothing line company or like company. It was called like, oh, oh yeah, that was, that was the first like, you know, like taste of like true entrepreneurship. So no, that wasn't my own brand. That was uh, literally a homie. Mom was like, "Yeah, dude, like there's this there's this beer company called Raging Mammoth." And I was okay. like, "That was that." He goes, "It was like the shotgun tool." And you know how well it was. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, Acting a damn fool right. whenever I had a. <laughs> <laughs> so, my boy was like, "Yeah, like let's get this tool." We literally grabbed the case of beer and grabbed this tool, and I was like, "Damn, this shit's cool." Right. And I literally was like, "This is kind of the one. This one mantra I always have is like, you know, don't ask, don't get." Okay. So I'm like, "Fuck." 
All right, let me go hit these people up on Instagram and see if I could be like a you know a marketer, for franchiser, or something like that. Yeah, some. So yeah. I hit them up and they're like, oh yeah, we're, we're opening up for ambassador positions, hmm. and that kind of opened the door to like you know that was like my first open the door for getting involved with the type of stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, long story short, that was just like you know two dudes out of University of Arizona. Mm. They started this company. They wanted to make you know a couple like you know like whatever D to C or direct to consumer brand comp or whatever e commerce. Mm -hmm. And I was one of the first 10 brand ambassadors. Nice. And from there, we had 10 brand ambassadors, and then we built the company. Not we, as in I did anything. Right. I was the marketer. <laughs> but, like, we helped, you know, them build this, you know, following mm -hmm. from, like, it was, like, 7,000 followers on Instagram, like, when I was a sophomore in college. So that was, like, five years ago, I guess. Right. Six, I don't know, four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And now it's, like, almost at 100,000. I'm not in it nice. anymore. But, um, no, those dudes... No, shout out to Wyatt and Scotty. So, what were your? You know, I guess what was your? Yeah. What was your biggest positive and negative from that? From that being your first experience, on your own, like entrepreneur wise. Yeah. So, I mean, from there, there wasn't really a negative per se. I mean, the only negative was like I just drank more because <laughs> it was based around partying. Like that company is a partying type okay. of company. Right. Other than that, but no, I mean, they just they told me a lot of uh, you know key things like just like little tidbits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they helped me, you know build my resume you know they helped me you know they always you know they taught me a lot of conversation you know a lot of stuff via like you know over the phone mm -hmm. and the thing is i never met them in person oh wow. like you don't need to yeah, I, what, I, yeah so what were like any like you said you were doing marketing for what kind of like what what did you get out of that besides just talking to people telling a story like okay right now, right, you know? right. okay like i like i just told you a little tidbit of it but i you know i tell people yeah like i you know i would and i i kind of got the basics of like marketing a product you know mm -hmm. like how okay. honestly simple it could be right if you just like do it right yeah and just you know just showing and telling you know okay. so, you know just and being able to like sell this little product or think outside the box you know like kids were trying to like there's like a point value system so right. like if you okay. sold one or you help order one you get points and then you can redeem the points for gear and shit okay right okay so, so it, yeah, it was really crazy you know? and what when did you decide that you wanted to start your own like blogging site yeah so that? that the yeah, backstory let's get into what you do right now yeah, so <laughs> so the 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 baby i guess you could call it the mm -hmm. modern analytics it's uh just a lifestyle blog and it comes from a bunch of different avenues and i've always been a rather creative person but it's always been like something low-key mm -hmm. you know and i kind of thought uh like like at the end of college when i was like kind of turning my life around mm. from and, um, drinking and well i mean right 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 just in moderation man. <laughs> in, in, in moderation i still have that i still have failed that test sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I gotta work on that, but. But um, no, it, it was a time where I uh, got out of my college relationship and I was in like a pretty deep, dark place, you know okay. what I'm saying? So yeah. it, was, it was a combination of building myself up from, you know, from the pit, you know? Okay. And also, so I started getting into like the Gary Vaynerchuk videos and also the dudes from Raging Mammoth, they helped me out. They yeah. were you know, giving me, you know, gems and stuff along mm -hmm. the way. They're helping me out, giving me motivation and shit. And I was just like, you know what? I want to I want to build something that's you know a, a, a part of me but you know more than me I want right. to I saw how I was you know progressing and how I was like building myself reading these books and a couple of the books like really like spoke to me I was like shit like one book I'll, I'll never I'll always keep in my room mm -hmm. it's a uh, tools of titans by Tim Ferriss tools of titans this dude Tim Ferriss is a wizard probably one of the biggest podcasts on any platform you can find it's this dude named the Tim Ferriss show mm -hmm. but the book is literally a 700 page book and he literally, yeah, he, he literally says in the beginning of the book, do not read this front to back. 
Okay, yeah, say, yeah, that's yeah. not like a Harry Potter book. It's not. It's not like a series. Right. It's, like, it's like Meg the Stallion. That joint's big, man. But you go through the book, and I'm reading this book. And by the way, bro, if you told me at 18, you're gonna be reading like you know, you know, 10, 20 books a year, I'll look at you like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? I never read books until I was like 20. Right. Never touched a book. I thought books were stupid. Never. Oh, what the hell am I read a book for? What is that going to get at me? And right. I I just got one two in the two in the mail yesterday. Like I've gotten five books or five books for Christmas for my damn self. <laughs> so I just love reading. Now. Right. But this book particularly, it literally he literally interviews top people like okay. Damon John Fubu. You know Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know who Damon John Fubu is. Damon John from Fubu. Oh, oh, okay. Damon John. I, I, thought, I thought you said it all. No, no. No, but that's one guy. He, he interviews him, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, mm-hmm. you know, top athletes, a lot of people. Like, there's so many people. But he literally just asks the questions like, what made you, like what we're doing right now, what made you build your brand? What what did you go through? How did you do it? What is your routine in the morning? Like, right. what's the best purchase you've made under $100? What's the what's one book that you gifted to a lot of people? You know, just these type of questions. And the more I read the book, the more I realized like all these like people that we all look up to mm. are all those people with the big followings. All yeah. Shit, they kind of done the same thing. They all did the same thing in some context. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, shit. So they all wake up earlier. They all, you know, and of course luck is involved and you know, other stuff. Up right. And yeah. Opportunity, the opportunities, yeah. you know, connections and yeah. stuff. But at the end of the day, I was like, wow, I mean, I could probably do this too, or at least try to. Why, right. What, what, why not try at least? Why not? And that's kind of also why I made the blog. I was like, dang, like what? Like, what are people going to think about this? And then I was like, ain't that the most dumb? That's like the stupidest thing to ever think. Like, right? People why do think anything? Of, right. Why do anything? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I mean, people do know me as like whatever the guy at the party, or right. you know, the you know the goofy dude. Or whatever. So, I, so what made you? I guess you like you said you was yeah. thinking like what people think about what made you take that next step to I guess you could say believe in yourself to do the blog Cause yeah like from said, yeah. planning to execution yeah. basically planning like. execution it was more of just like I sat down with my who I my co-writer Sterling and uh, a good friend of mine Phoebe and we just chopped it up for a little bit and she she built her blog and lifestyle you know now she got like you know sixty thousand followers and like influencer type you know mm-hmm. Never she was that. just telling me like. Mm-hmm how she did it and I was like well damn I mean I don't know if I'm gonna hit that but, right you know it just more the more I started talking about it and the more people were like damn that's a good idea and I kind of thought about like what you know beliefs I had and a little bit here and there like I was you know telling people some things about health or you know about how I you know manage my money or something and people right. were like benefiting from it just this conversation mm-hmm. right? but I'm like what what happens if I just like like you know, put this up, you know, to the public, publicly mm-hmm. speak about my experiences and, you know, what I'm going through and how I've been able to, you know, improve my life and continue to improve my life. Right, 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 right. Give people, just expose people to the, to the, uh, to the right, you know, tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's what that book, Tools of Titans, did for me. So okay. I'm kind of like extending that in my own version. In my, of own, in my own version and with my own experiences. Okay. So we got the, the life blog, Modern Analytics. Yeah. yeah. So, we we've seen it of course tell the people what actually is on the blog so what are you yeah. so like what are some of the things that you're posting on there about your everyday life that that are making that thing people want to come you know view the blog and see yeah. where they can draw inspiration from so what's going on, on with so the blog? i i i do call it a, i mean it is a blog mm-hmm. by definition but i i, I want to call it a community like okay. it's a place where like you come and you you know you learn like everybody that follows it you know is a like-minded individual okay i never ask one person to follow it ever right you know it's a genuine like you follow because you feel like this will bring you value right? okay so 
the first thing when you open the web page is like modern analytics is a manifestation of very small habits, right? Mm -hmm. Which that means is like, it's just, this is an embodiment of like you doing a lot of small things well. Like, hey, you got, you got that on Ray Lewis said that the best. It's like every day, like workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. Right. And that comes with effort, it comes with results. Right? Yeah. That can be applied to every aspect of your life, you know? And the three pillars, as I call it, mm -hmm. of the modern analects is health, wealth, and relationships. If you can get those three things down. Clearly, health, wealth, and relationships. Yeah, if you can get those three things down well, mm -hmm. you'll be successful, in my opinion. Right. Money or not, just you'll be successful. Like yeah, just successful. So, yeah. Like you live a fulfilling life. Like if you can get your health down and uh -huh. live a healthy life, yep. great, right? If you're able to make money, create wealth for mm -hmm. your family and whatever, great, right? Right. And if you're able to keep very good relationships with you know friends, family, like what else is there? You know. Yep. That all you know. That's like a those three things kind of those are definitely broad enough to include every aspect exactly, of your life. Exactly. So. Now so, there's nuances. So when you, I, I guess when people hear wealth, they might think rich. So what's your definition of wealth? Do you think it's a, a finite Mindset money or just or, being able to support your family to the yeah, point where, so, I mean, you have like the definition of wealth. Yeah. I do say that it's, it's, it's more than just money. It's stability. It's freedom. There's a lot of, you know, words that you can relate to it. So like, you could be rich, you know, you could get an NFL contract for 50 million mm -hmm. and be rich, but you're not wealthy. Yep. Now you take that 50 million, do what? Buy a house or you want to, you know, put that in an index fund and watch that grow over 20 years. Like there's two different ways to go about it. I mean, more than two, but so it, it's, it, wealth is like, you know, the result of a lot of income and a lot of other stuff. You can have a wealth of knowledge. You can have a wealth of a lot of stuff, but in this context, wealth would be at. Yeah, monetary. Right. And which one yeah. is which one is or have you found is the hardest for or you would think is the hardest for a person to conquer first? Let me see. I mean, relationships are kind of knock. Relationships would be the opposite. So I think, uh, I say wealth. Okay. Well, the the money building, I, at least in my experience, mm -hmm. to me, I love it. I love. I mean, I have, I have an econ degree. Like the only thing I I for fun, I listen to like Bloomberg. Okay. Like I'll just like oh, wake yeah. up and watch the morning bell and just like yeah. listen to them talk about the markets. Like that's fascinating to me. Right. But the more I spoke to people, and the more I told people, "Oh yeah, my econ, I got an econ degree." They're like, "Ew." <laughs> Ew. They just I got, think, I got people a, just think numbers and like yeah, they <laughs> just think like the, the C they got in class. Yeah, like the, the one class that didn't make dean's list for them. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely got a C in econ for right, for right. sure. I had yeah. a I had a Asian teacher. Oh, and Professor I, Bing. Yes. Dog, I got. <laughs> yes. Dog, that. Oh that, my he God. just handed us packets and it was yeah. <laughs> yes yeah, oh my. yeah <laughs> professor like, bang one, econ 102 yep right shout out to shout out to altoon on that one <laughs> but yeah man that after that class when i saw i could get an a i was like I mean, I'm, I'm gonna do this as a major i mean not much a's came after that but <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you because you know this crazy part i've met you in french class yeah, <laughs> yeah, back, back, yeah. and he spoke fluent french i was like <laughs> i'm over here struggling <laughs> i'm like jesus fucking crazy as this happens like he looks black. <laughs> I'm gonna talk to him. The only black guy in this class. Hey man, you know what this means? Oh yeah, this means that man, you might have shade, That's the one thing. So crazy. it's crazy. So yeah, thank you. I mean that that's a that's a big shout out to private school on that one. Yeah. I mean I almost grew up, you know, learning French, learning French. from the books, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh so yeah, that's how me and him, man. Then I met you through him, so yeah. you know, was, everything was kosher after that. Right. And then, then came the White House. And then came yeah. White House. <laughs> the White House. Bro, White House, White House, White House. I'm yeah. about to say, so what, give me th give me your top three um, favorite memories from college. 
White House. <laughs> <laughs> the memories or lack thereof. <laughs> but no. And for those listening, White House is just like any other college place that you go party at. White House, soccer house, baseball house, football. I don't know. Any any place but that you're going to go to. For some reason, the White House in Altoona, 474 Grandview Road. <laughs> no way you remember that address. You know what's crazy? I didn't even know the address. <laughs> like it, yeah, yeah. no. it was it was a special place in my in my in my adolescence. I ordered yeah. 18 to 20. Where right. Me and my friends just had a good time, and we I guess we did it right. We right. had a bunch of crazy, 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 crazy parties. So you said White House? Well, like White House. Let me the third one. White House, I mean, watching, you know, Penn State beat Ohio State and, you know, bomb rushing the downtown. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. And honestly, getting the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> getting the hell out of Penn State was probably the best memory of Penn State. I getting would agree. What, what, was your, what was your three? Where's your three top, Jay? Memories. Memories? Yeah. For me. uh, number one has to be Sports Center. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, May sure. Sports Center. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of memories in, in, the, in the bucket here. <laughs> yeah, I picked two more. <laughs> uh, probably like freshman year. The whole freshman year was probably like just probably one of the best memories, just because okay. everything's new. You don't know anything or anybody. You don't know how anything works. You don't know like like how people op- operate, anything like that. So like everything you're doing, like you really start drinking for the first time. Like really drinking. Like you would drink in high school, but not like you do in college, of course. Like. Uh, so I guess freshman year will be two, and like I said, I guess graduating will be three. Right. Everything else between there is just, just like rinse and repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably say, yeah, I definitely say freshman year just like as a total as experience, just because also like me, I don't like talk, I don't like meeting new people. I don't like. Yeah, and, yeah, we could see that. And I was <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty easy to. Identify. And I was forced because I went out of school. I was forced to meet new people. Yeah, and it was crazy that. The people I met off Bucks, those are the people I became close with, and those are people yeah. brothers for life. So that's right. it, the relationship you got yeah. to get down. That's what yeah. said that. Um, second, this my second memory. I say favorite part. I say tailgating. Yeah, tailgating, tailgating was the. Favorite. I will always be down yeah. for the tailgating. That's yeah. what say. I I I, I might not go to the game. Okay? <laughs> might oh, not, no, no, might no. not make it to yeah. the game. That's really what it is. Ah, as long as I can make it to the den <laughs> at night, that right? That was successful. <laughs> it was right. a good night. Uh, yep. My third thing, Jesus Christ, my third, my third favorite thing. Yeah, I. I say getting out. Getting out. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that 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 was also the the kickstart of the whole thing too. Is like getting out. And seeing that I was able to get out of that school and go mm-hmm. through all the you know the BS and the trials and tribulations to get out of that school and get that degree, right? Mm-hmm. First generation college student on one side, you know, like pops came from an immigrant. Oh, so you were first school generation? Yeah, on one side, yeah, on my okay. dad's side, yeah. He came from a school of hard knocks, as he said. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the, yeah, the immigrant dad that I came with seventy dollars in my pocket. <laughs> I put you to a private school. You go get degree. <laughs> So I'm gonna say that's great. So where are you? So what are you? Because people may misconstrue yeah. what you are. They may come to assume. So, so I'm not Dominican. Okay. That was my first guess. <laughs> 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 no, bro, bro. And the thing is, is I never understood. Like I, I say that as a joke, is because like when I used to, I almost moved to Florida and we would go down there to look at houses and stuff. They would always speak to us in Spanish. Uh, I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. now, now I can kind of see. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? Black mixed with like any like other race kind of makes. 
Spanish looking for some reason. It does make a Spanish look. Nah, like. I mean, honestly, Dominicans <laughs> and any of those people, like y'all Africans, right? Y'all just got <laughs> dropped there first. And I think it's also like the hair pattern, like the, the texture. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it makes sense. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I do see people like people. I mean, I was in New York last weekend in the Bronx and Queens, and I look just like everybody else. Like, <laughs> right. So I was like, all right, I'll yeah. roll with this. But, <laughs> so no, man, my dad's a Turkish immigrant. So my okay. dad came from Turkey when he was eighteen. I got a friend from Turkey. Yeah, man. So that's that's the third language I'm trying to relearn. So, oh, okay. so you already knew it before? Yeah, yeah. So I, my grandparents also helped raise me, so mm-hmm. I knew it. And I, you know, if you don't, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. You right. Know, yeah. I, don't, I can't speak French anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know. So all right, now going back to going back to my modern what modern analects. Modern analects. Where do you where you want to see that grow? Like, how do you want to see that? I just want to see it. You know, just keep growing and or I mean, right now organically, I'm not putting any paid ads into it because I don't believe. Paid ads don't, you know, paid ads isn't something that's going to just, like, make you blow up, you know. So I just want to be able to cultivate and grow this grassroots following first mm-hmm. and really be able to. Uh, I don't, you, yeah. Do you think the, the paid ads is more about exposure versus. Yeah. Because I, I would see yeah. I would see I would see ads as, like I said, just exposure, not yeah. not especially because you're not selling anything to anybody. You yeah. really just want people to come and see if this is something for them. Exactly. It's more so, of, it's just traffic. So, so how are you spreading the word of I mean, of course, you're on the podcast right now. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's exactly. that's, <laughs> that's going to help you as well. But how are you? Do you just like was word of mouth or is it like pretty much like I kind of, you know, gave a little tidbits to certain people. Mm. And I started writing, so I would, like, you know, tell people in conversation. And okay. as I built it up, so I started, like, what, 2018 in, like, September. Okay. I didn't release it until February. Oh, okay. Of that, of 2019, so this past February. Okay. okay. So when I announced it, I put something up on my Instagram. About mm-hmm. it. Like, I've been trying, I've been right. growing this low-key. Mm-hmm. Here it is. And from there, just started, people started following it. But it's more of just like cross-posting, you know. I got some friends. I will post like a, you know, like an IG post, you know, the hashtag system, and just the organic reach. Now Instagram now is kind of like getting kind of bogged down with everything, with yeah. the reach and the algorithms and stuff. So right. just navigating that and just, you know, just posting quality content. Like some people will read it, and honestly, there's been some people I've, I've like if I follow it or mm-hmm. follow my email newsletter, yeah, I have no idea who the hell they are. Right. So. It could be from somebody or I, I always tell people and also it's in the website too on the in the text it's, right if you see something in you that, that that you value or you see something that may help you out you share it with a friend a brother or your neighbor you know right you share you share the wealth mm-hmm. this this is the wealth of knowledge like this is the stuff that me my writers and us we're taking in and we're improving we're sharing it with you and the point of this blog is to share the with everybody yeah so share the stories share your experiences share everything you know yeah so hopefully you know we're able to really get the content you know churning up in 2020 so right now it's kind of on a on the back burner we're testing out some things and okay uh, website edits you know yeah a bunch of other stuff in the back end so when we come out in 2020 we're going to be able to post on you know twitter facebook linkedin hit the know? ground running exactly okay. hit the ground running yeah in a system you right know? it's a system you got to have a system to make content right so, so, and the people that follow you, they can they can write their own stories on the on the blog. So or? yeah, we 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 encourage you know. I'm not saying like here like here's a form write an article. Yeah. But you know, some people like this one dude literally out of nowhere DM me cold DM. He's mm-hmm. I'm from Maryland, man. I'm friends with a this guy. I really like your blog. Mm. I love to write also on the side, and he you know sent me some pieces, and I'm like, oh shit, this dude can write. This dude could write, yeah. and he's also like a you know a great mind. He actually lives uh you know real south of baltimore like, real, like south of baltimore and okay. i was like oh shit like all right let's go so right. it was just me and my boy sterling for a little bit and um as he's building his own stuff on his side i i have him also like help me he's like my other brain okay. so like, okay. i write something and i give it to him and he's so truth like mm-hmm. truthful cold-blooded with it he goes all right this part right here is shit right take that out 
And I'm like, that's that's the type of criticism. Right. You don't want. Only, like only, it, only real people are going to give it. Yeah, no, but he, he, he's not like, if I give it to like any of my other friends, oh, yo, this is good. No, 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 no. I know something's bad about it. I right. want you to pick it out and expose me to my mistake. You know? Right. But it's just me and him right now, and we've had a, we've had a good handful of people that want to write. Or if I, like, for instance, we had a, like a couple of vegan articles or a couple of articles about stuff that it's out of my bandwidth. Like, I don't know anything about it. Right. But <laughs> it's something valuable. I feel like that could help somebody else. So I just, I just tell people, hey, if you want to write something, there's no rush. You know, right. write something, make sure it's quality, give it to us and we'll go from there like there's a couple of people like my closest friend wrote an article about him going over going through a breakup mm-hmm. and what happened to him and that blew up really like 20 people reshared it mm-hmm. like all over the gram like all the kids in mason were talking about it at least in that circle and right. i was like yo thanks bro like that helped me out and yeah you know, so it was it was it once once you see the the feedback come back right that's the content, that's where you get the value yeah out. even for the podcast too it's like you see people like Oh shit! That one part that you you know you make fun of Cal or you know yeah. something like <laughs> that, when it comes back, that kind of gives you the feel of the fire to keep going with it. Yep. So I would the, agree. Yeah. So the more followers you get, the more traction, and you see things working. The yep. system is working. Mm-hmm. Then I mean, it's might as well so, just keep going with so it. So have you? I'm pretty sure you have, but have you found it therapeutic using that outlet as a yeah. way to, I guess? Yeah. Writing is interesting. Writing is interesting because it's like there's no like right or wrong way to write. Mm. And the thing is, growing up, I sucked at writing. I didn't like writing. You know, grand, I was a math kid. I see. That, growing up, the I could, comma splices was everywhere. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know how to use semicolons. Yeah, I like, yeah. Let's go here. Do I use two brackets or do I mean two quotations? One quotation. Right? I was like, fuck this, dude. I was yeah. good writer back in the day. Not gonna lie. I took AP English. You know, spell AP English. The crazy thing is, the first time I got a, a, a English was college. I was like, I thought this shit was supposed to be hard. <laughs> like maybe no. just my college thing, back then. College thing, it was so easy. It was. It was. Yeah, it was like it was really like if you do the work you'll pass pass. yeah you'll pass no no, that's mostly all the stuff in college no college i would say college english was way different and the thing was was yeah i grew up you know aced everything in math and then out of nowhere i just had like these crazy english teachers and the thing is they all were friends all three of them (laughs) one for two years i had miss rice miss partlow for two years and then this lady miss curry johnson and all three of them just like beat it into me like writing and I came out of high school like kind of good at writing, like yeah. just the grammar, the way you speak, all mm-hmm. this stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, dang, like all right, I could, you know, I could write, but I didn't. And that's all. That's it. Like you know, the only thing I wrote was tweets. <laughs> <laughs> right, just a wasted uh, attribute of yourself. Yeah, and I mean, I was on Twitter. You know, had a you know good following on Twitter, and you know, just abstract thoughts. And you know, people were like, oh yo, remember that tweet? That was right. funnier. That was a good point. You know, it was cool, but. I was like, well, I mean, you know, if you take tweets a little bit further, turn the blog posts and, you know, that turns into, you know, a bigger thing. So it was it was always in the back of my head. Like, I want to be able to, you know, make something. And, right. you know, then the, you got to take the thoughts into action. You know, mm-hmm. you got to begin somewhere and build it. So, you know, you talk to your proper people, mm-hmm. you find out your why, you know, why yep. am I going to do this? Who's going to like it or whatever? Yeah. And you just go from there and you just, just keep going. It's kind of like, you know, you're just like building as you go, like just failing and figuring out all right that doesn't work do this mm-hmm. it's kind of just like life in general okay yeah so you got the bo- the blog modern analytics <laughs> yep is there any other entrepreneur ventures that you want to see yourself get into real estate real estate <laughs> <laughs> i want to buy back the block <laughs> buy you back the Springfield. block <laughs> <laughs> i know where you live <laughs> I ain't buying no blocks at Springfield. <laughs> the state owns all the blocks. <laughs> no, but I've seen, um, yeah, real estate is probably the next the next leap. And that's not something I'm going to like, you know, like I'm not going to work as a real estate agent or anything, but I've mm. seen the power of real estate and what it can do yeah. in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. 
and I think that would be the next venture. My mom was an appraiser back in the day when I was a kid, so okay. she has that that asset. I yes. guess. And hopefully, I'll be able to do some partnerships with her first to get the ground running, mm -hmm. get some capital, and hopefully, you know, have a property. You know, next two years, I'd say. Yep. Well, they okay. always said they ain't making no more land, so. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> no, and I mean, just just getting your feet wet. I don't like. I'm not trying to, you know become the next like i don't know who the, f who the hell is the, the best i don't know who the best yeah, real estate agent is <laughs> it's just there's i mean in this area too like everything is so overpriced but like if you can find something that's like affordable affordable or something yeah. fix it hold it you know what that's crazy because you know what i was talking about i was like back in college the point seemed high as fuck like oh, yeah, yeah 800 eight pay 800 a month <laughs> yeah. all utilities all included <laughs> oh, oh right. my god she really <laughs> <was> <laughs> right. right now hey. like Oh, hey, let me take that back. <laughs> finna go back back the Altoona blocks. All the college town blocks. You know, I'm the first them. person that kind of got me into this was, you know, the boy, your teammate, Dylan, right? Oh, Dylan okay. had that yeah. place yeah, in, yeah, and yeah, he yeah, bought yeah, out, yeah. rented it out to, to you know, Frank or whoever else yeah. that was in that crib. I think Tay was there. Tay, yeah. I was in there, yeah. Yeah, Seth, all them yep. back in the day. Yeah. So that was, I was like, I'm like, you're my age, bro. And he's doing, I was like, and. I was like, damn, like, how did he do? And he told me the way it worked. And it, it from my memory, it was, it was a little tough, you know, in Altoona. Yeah. But, dude, you know how much Airbnbs make in State College? Oh, uh, tons. You know what I'm saying? Big, big weekends. 70% yeah. of their income or their money, the revenue for the year comes from football weekends. And what? That's what? Six, eight, ten weeks, whatever? Yep. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, and in this area, the amount of, like, dude, every two two uh, 2,000 square foot house is half a million dollars. What the hell? Yeah. You know, there's, there's some way to get into it. You know, yeah. there's some... If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Right. So I'm just trying to figure out how to get my foot in that door mm -hmm. at some point and just have that as a revenue stream, an income stream, so right. to speak. Right. So, I mean, might as well try. Why not? You know, what else am I going to do? Right. Yeah. Nothing beats a failure, but a try. Exactly. So. Exactly. Case in point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I don't know. So, y'all got anything else? Uh, I don't know. Does modern, modern analytics have anything else they want to add right. about the blog, entrepreneurship, anything like that? Any motivation you want to give to anybody listening out there just i mean from a creative standpoint just go out and do it try it right right just go out and you know just try the worst that's going to happen is you're going to either learn from it or you're going to succeed that's all it is right that's just anything in life and one thing is is one thing i've been really 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 trying to beat into myself is mm -hmm. just like i mean honestly to be frank fuck what people think right you know mm -hmm. like the amount of you know most 99 of the stuff i get back is positive but there's always like a, you know, a side comment I hear from, you know, through the grapevine or, you know, around the, who does he think he is, you know, saying this or doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. And it's I mean, always going to be haters. It's always going to be haters, but that means you're doing something right. Yep. You know, so at the end of the day, like, just do what makes you happy. You know, be find a way to fulfill yourself, mm -hmm. whether it's creative or, you know, SoundCloud rap or whatever. <laughs> whatever makes you, you know, wake up in the morning and feel excited. Like, I like to sit on my computer. And type my thoughts out mm -hmm. And if somebody Not even if somebody comments Like hey that was great mm -hmm. It just feels nice That like this This thought of mine That I just put in an email And sent it out to like You know 80, 100 people Or however yeah. many people right. Someone's gonna read that And wake up and go Alright You know And their day will be better Because if they just read Some thought of mine You know Yeah no, I so, definitely I definitely feel that And we'll see where it goes You know You never know I may have my own podcast At some point You know <laughs> That's kind of like Alright That's That's <laughs> we wake up and we enjoy this. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been the episode. Uh, thank you, Brock, uh, for coming Absolutely. on and uh, telling us about it, yeah. your blog. Uh, and catch you guys. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share this episode this week. It'll be out Wednesday. And thanks for listening.